Everybody ready? Come on, let's go. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Rick Thorne Show. My name's Rick Thorne. On this episode, I got Mike Plaza. He is hood rich bike life, living that bike life straight out of Philly. He's doing big things. Let's do this. What's up, dude? What are you doing? Oh, man, what's going on? I'm just uh, sitting over here. I just got over to Ride Out Supplies, come over here, get a little uh, quiet spot to do this, you know, video with you. And Yeah, man. You know what I mean? A lot, lot uh, of old stuff there. That's dope. A lot of history on that wall behind you. Well, man, you're making history too, dude. You guys are doing big things. Uh, talk to me about this whole movement with, you know, the bikes that you guys ride compared to the 20-inch bikes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a whole other different... It's kind of the yeah. same thing, though. I mean, like, you yeah. guys go... You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it, it's like... It, to me, it reminds me of, like, you know, the old school, uh, you know, just... I mean, a lot of it, you know, because it's a, it's a lot like freestyle. Like me, the way I ride, I feel like I ride just like big bike BMX. I do the wheelies with the kids, all that. But, you know, I still like to hit the dirt jumps with it, skate parts, doing 180. I'm still trying to learn how to 360. It's a lot different on the bigger bikes. But to me, it's just the bike. I mean, it's really the same. But then when you get into the wheelies and combos, I mean, that stuff is crazy. Like, the first time I seen the kids doing that, I was, like, amazed. Like, always seeing people doing wheelies, but yeah, throwing all the tricks into it. And, you know, it's a lot of inner-city kids that, you know, I see doing it. And it's, like, uh, my background, like, as coming up as a kid, I used to ride uh, BMX. I had an SM dirt bike classic, you know, doing dirt jumps, feeble grinds on ledges. My bike ended up getting stolen. Then I started getting in trouble, smoking weed, drinking, you know, getting locked out. I was in uh, five juvenile placements, ended up in my county jail eight times. And then it's like I came home and I seen these kids doing the wheelies. And that's what attracted me back into it. So I'm like, dang, I used to, you know, I rode bikes as a kid, so I'm still comfortable on a bike. And then these bigger bikes, it just felt like I got back on my bike when I was a kid again, almost. Like I didn't come off of 20 inch into that it was like i rode 20 inch as a kid and then i got older and it's like i hopped on a 26 inch and i was like whoa this feels like like you know i'm a kid again and you know right. start doing the wheelies hanging out you know just being around them being able to reach out to them and talk to them and, you know let them you know try to help guide them in the right direction let them know you know because a lot of these kids got real talent and like to me bike life is like an untapped like market with everything with promotion all that when people start seeing the real sport in it understanding the real talent that it takes to do this i think bigger companies like monster energy and stuff like that will eventually step in and do promotional deals with people like us so you know i just i always i just started kind of just trying to guide them the right way and more riding bikes because that's what i like to do to relate to them you know, right. like I like to do it. I enjoy it. And it helped me relate to them to give them some knowledge to keep them, you know, from making the same mistakes I made as a kid and really, you know, build yourself as a brand and, you know, focus on what you want to do when you get older. And, yeah, you know, for sure. Gotta, so, so bike riding saved your life. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Like, Yeah, I relate to that right. completely. I totally get it. You know, we talked briefly on the phone the other day. 
And it was like, you know, bike, you know, people ride bikes nowadays for different reasons. People right. do things for different reasons. It just seemed like, you know, back in the day we rode because, you know, we needed, we wanted to feel good about ourselves and do, you know, uh, have something that was positive. Um, so I relate to your story as far as like, you know, uh, how it saved your life. What was that point when you felt like I need, it's either down this, keep going on this road or go down this road. When, when was that point where you said, okay, like I'm going to do uh, this. I mean, the point of me, like really wanting to change, uh, my girlfriend was pregnant with twins and, uh, I never said this on air, but like literally the FBI came knocking at my mom's door, trying to question me. Oh, wow. Basically trying to get me to inv get involved on, you know, they're giving my friend a whole bunch of time and, you know, they were trying to get me to help us now. We'll help you later. And I told him, listen, I'm never going to need your help ever. You know, like, unfortunately, I'm never going to need your help. Like I'm out of that. And then I just really and that's at the same time where I found the bikes. You know, I bought a 26 inch mongoose from Walmart.com with a dirt jumper bike. And then I put I bought a SE Bikes oh. Wild. My friend had a uh, the Todd Lyon signature bike, the SE Wild, man, like just sitting in his backyard, like no rim. So I like, yo, let me get that. I took that, put the cranks, all the parts on it. So I had my first bike and I just would go out by myself and just practice how to wheelie in a parking lot, just practicing parking uh, spots. And I remember right. I hit like 20 parking spots. So I was like, it was just crazy. Then I just kept setting goals for myself. And it was like my little, it was my me time, you know, cause I'm not doing the same things. I'm not hanging around the same people no more. So it was like, I was older. I'm like 27 at this point. So it's like more like I'm getting on my bike, just going out by myself. So I'm not going to be calling a 15 year old kid. Hey, you want to come ride bikes? So like when I see them out, I would ride with them, but you know, I just started riding by myself, really enjoying it. And, you know, started just, try to help people through it and eventually Todd Lyons you know seen that and uh gave me a chance put me well first he brought me I uh, went to SE Bikes Life BMX day in 2018 they put uh like 40 kids on a school bus they all met up in Harlem and they drove us upstate New York we went to two different tracks and raced they took us from the hood to the woods they called it and like shortly after that, like I talked with Todd, I told him like, you know, like I'm just trying to reach people. I just want to build a big enough platform to the kids to listen to what I got to say, because they don't want to listen, you know, just because you've been through stuff and you're older, they don't just want to listen. Like you kind of got to have something to validate you. So I just looked at it like, you know, if I can just get my name known a little bit, maybe these kids will listen to what I got to tell them about, you know, who they hang around with and stuff like that. And then fast forward, you know, a couple years later, Todd, uh, they did the SE Philly ride out. They were releasing the Dub Ripper bike. And Todd brought me out to ask me to lead a ride out, this, that. And then three months later, they hit me up, put me on the SE crew because he told me at the ride out, they were building a crew. They're about to sponsor a bunch of people. And I was just like, like, why are you telling me you're sponsoring people? Like, you know, because I wasn't, I was good on, but I wasn't great, but you know, I could hold my own, but I wasn't, you know, I didn't felt like I had the skill these other kids had, but he seen my drive and my motivation to really make change and be a positive role model through the bikes. So I Absolutely. got my chance and then took it, you know, up to the past couple of years to where you guys see me now is, you know, to me, some of the best riding videos in bike life and, you know, just keep pushing myself, everything 
keeps going up. My following, my support with my clothing brand, just, you know, a lot of good things are starting to happen and I'm just going to keep working harder and harder. What? Yeah, absolutely. What What are some of like the tricks that you guys do mostly? Because I know like in the, in the bike life, there's a lot of wheelies, you know, when I first started yeah. seeing you guys come out. Has it advanced more to like, oh, let's just start doing some more tricks. Let's try a 360. Let's try like to, to jump uh, these stairs. Let's try to do it's some flat Does that stuff pick it up with the sport? It's it's hard. It's not many people who want to do that. Most of the kids, they just want to ride in traffic and do the wheelies. Not necessarily in traffic. They just, you know, on oh, a I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just on a flat strip and do it. And, you know, obviously get together, do a ride out, stuff like that. But it's hard to really get them in the skate park. I feel like that's what separates me at the moment. But I also believe that's really the future. Like I have a 14 year old son, I have a, a three year old son. So like to me with that, I try to, you know, like my 14 year old, I try to let them understand like, man, jumping stairs and, you know, hitting dirt jump, stuff like that. Like that's going to be the future that, you know, you got to be well-rounded on the bikes to actually say you're a good rider to me. You know, I can come to the dirt jumps and, you know, all the 20 inch guys are out there on the dirt jumps and, you know, they look at me, I come up on my big bike, you know, looking the way I do whatever. And then I come out, I'm doing the jumps with them. I get respect. We're at the skate park. I'm grinding, you know, I'll grind a down ledge real quick, hit a 180 on the fat ripper. And they're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll try and mess with the boy. I just, I like to ride my bike and, you know, I try to stay well-rounded because I realize, you know, the more you can do, it just gives you better control and it makes everything easier. If you can go ride at a skate park like FDR, when it comes to riding in a street and maybe somebody crashes, it's going to be easier to get out of that because you're used to really maneuvering your bike and learning your bike. Yeah. So. The way I see it is like you guys are like learning because the bikes are bigger. The wheelbase is bigger. Anybody out there that doesn't know. I ride 20 inch wheelbase. You ride 26 inch. So I ride 29. Or you're 29. Oh, sorry, 29. Yeah, so 29. I ride 29 plus normally. Right now they got me on a prototype, regular 29. Okay. But I'm I'm usually 29 fat tire just because when it comes to the BMX, nobody's doing yeah that either. But yeah, because well, I guess I could say 26 inch was the cruiser size before right. yeah. before the big bike like you know that's uh, what got me into it definitely 26 because it felt like the bmx bike yeah like so the it's almost like it's really the bmx bike of these bikes yeah the 26 is yeah because it's just yeah. small you know it's a lot easier to maneuver they used to call them cruisers and, yeah. and racing it'd be the cruiser <clears throat> yeah, class. The 24 26 yeah and so it seems like you guys are like learning like the sport over again on different yeah. bikes like yeah, from an outsider looking in being being how, how long i've been in bmx yeah. and stuff it's like i met this guy dz i guess you probably know who he is yeah dz he's awesome shout out to dz yeah it was he's cool and so i met him because I, I, I recently signed with jt and jt's awesome and so we were talking and i was like i was telling him about some flatland tricks that like are like pretty right. like 1985-ish for right. us right and seeing you guys get excited or him get excited yeah. about wanting to Yeah, do no, he's definitely a well-rounded verse rider who wants to, and that's why I believe it is the future. Cause when you got people like me, people like DZ, even like Jacob Santos, yep. you got all these people who want to, you know, we want to push our limits 
Yep. to every you know what i mean we don't yeah. like we don't look at nobody who rides a bike like oh like you're different than me i'm better than you we look at it like damn i need to do that on my bike like bs dell like he's always uh trying to reach out to terry adams trying to learn all the flatland he wants to do flatland on a 29 inch oh you know yeah what I mean? so it's that that's the people that i really enjoy because that's what i believe the sport is going to go and you know we're, we'll have 29 inch vert and stuff like that you know what i mean obviously yeah, your bike's park. probably gonna change too like the geometry yeah. i would think yeah. for flatland you know i could Absolutely. see i could see bikes becoming like because in bmx things are like oh this is a flatland bike this is a right bike. yeah absolutely bike, you know and so yeah. i've always been a free wheel all that yeah like i've always been an overall rider so yeah. i've always rode like everything uh for the most part and competed yeah. pretty much in everything so I know like it's just it's just it's kind of cool to me because I like the fact that you guys are taking it more than than just the willies that it's like and I'm just an outsider I'm, right. I'm a BMXer in, in another way and it's like it's cool to see you guys stretch I saw didn't homie just do a rail or grind a ledge I was like oh cool. yeah that was Jacob Santos who I got just uh, yeah he's on the SE crew with me and like I said people like Ken you got Montana Ricky uh, you know you got a lot of people who's pushing you know the, the big BMX actually yeah. trying to you know but what's it like on those ride outs? We used to do, we used to do our ride outs when we were younger. We would, we call them all day rides. Right. right. And for us, like back in the eighties, everybody hated us because this is before yeah. like TV and we were accepted and all this kind yeah. of stuff. So we had a crew and you know, we'd be like 30, we'd only be like 30 or 40 deep seemed like a grip, mm -hmm. but some of your guys' ride outs, you have like a thousand people or something. You guys have a group yeah. of people, don't you? Yeah. I mean, we got the SE Philly ride coming next month. That'll be, deep you know and then se we're doing the three-day ride we'll see you know well over a thousand riders on you know throughout them days probably every day we should have at least a thousand riders out there but some of them will change some what do you guys do on the ride out you go from point a to point b or yeah, uh, usually you go and then you end up back at start you know what i mean just like right. a big circle like that uh i'm about to go do the three-day ride with se we start in downtown los angeles and we end up 130 miles away at laguna beach it's three days like we ride from downtown la to hermosa beach Sick. next day hermosa beach we leave in the morning go to long beach and wake up in the morning in long beach to laguna beach so yeah. like that that's cool you know doing them and you know there's crazy hill bombs we do and stuff like that so yeah it always gets fun with that like you know out in philly on tuesdays there's a thing uh called try it tuesday one way Corey does and uh you know all the kids we just meet up and then all uh you know everybody meets up you know everybody's practicing we meet up at uh Payne's park right across from the art museum and then you know an hour later everybody gets there we go ride and then, you know, a couple hours later, we get back and like, usually, you know, if there's a, enough people, like two kids will battle to get in the one way. Like if he, like Corey runs one way and like, if somebody wants to get into the group, they have to basically battle like competition versus somebody else, kind of like pig, they call it OWU, like you do a trick and then they got to do your trick. Oh yeah. They call know, it bike. Like, BMX, they call it bike. We right. used to, okay. We, yeah. 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 We used so to they call it that. out. Back in the yeah, 80s, exactly. we called it out. Like, we called yeah, it out. So they, yeah. you know, they do that and stuff, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think I, I definitely see it, you know, more people getting involved and us being able to do more competitions 
and, you know, stuff like that where we can, you know, have a ramp there, stuff like that. I'm trying to get a lot more people into the jumping, stuff like that, because it's different. It's just, I think what it is, a lot of these kids are so good at doing these street tricks that yep. they don't want to go be seen doing something else where they're not looked at it. as good as they are because they're good in this then they don't want to be looked at as they can't do something on a bike they'd rather that's why like i don't know if you ever seen me i wheelie three of the uh rocky stair flights yep. it's on sc's youtube shorts but i i did three flights. i didn't get back to my pedals and pedal away but i made it down the last three flights wheeling down them and like awesome like, i literally had like 100 kids watching me and nobody would try and i'm like man like if y'all just knew like y'all really tried this like y'all can definitely do it right but it's like they don't want to be looked at as doing something they can't do and then when they go try if they wheelie three stairs they don't want to post it or they don't want to go keep trying to you know i get it more. i mean it's well, cool I, I definitely respect it is you know because I, I love doing it too but i also just love doing everything on my bike yeah no i hear you um the rideouts are pretty cool. Sound pretty fun. That's cool. You're yeah. going to go from Los Angeles to Laguna. You know, I used to live with Todd Lyons, dude. Um, did you? Where? Where else? Did. And, and Huntington Beach. I moved to Huntington Beach in 1997. Oh, that was and I lived with him uh, in Huntington. And then I lived in the house he has now. I was with him when he bought it. And then I saw that he bought a house. And I was like, you know what? I'd save some money. I'm going to try to buy a house. And, and then I bought my own. And, uh, but yeah, it was cool. I've known Todd for a long time. And to see you know, SC bikes go through the changes it's made and then yeah. go into the bike life. Now, I really strongly believe that like SC kind of like pushed that and it was pretty much oh, yeah. Don't you think yeah, so? Oh, I mean, you, you guys being the riders, obviously. Yeah, I mean, listen, the riders, obviously without the riders, you have no thing, but Todd was the only person who embraced us. Right. Nobody else, everybody else was scared. All the other bike brands, they had to wait a minute and then they slowly, once they seen like you have to either get in this market or you're going to get left behind at this point that, you know, other people started to join. But that, I mean, it just goes to show you like SE bikes, we have 20 SE crew riders. Wow. Uh, awesome. No, I mean, name another company with that many bike life riders. You know no. what I mean? And, yeah. and, and they honestly, you know, everybody's taken care of on a, you know, rider basis but there's not a person on that whole team who doesn't get taken care of and isn't you know thankful for what they got yeah so, yeah for and, sure and you know i, I see kids on the yeah for that's badass and i see dudes on the street riding like mm -hmm. the big bikes and then i, I look it's always it's always se it's pk it's like a yeah, it's, it's a crazy. river and like yeah, you know, it's crazy so, like this to see the kids on the mic buffs and the pks like to somebody like you it's like wow like you know like, that's like really just keeping the sport alive because it, it adapts and things change over time you yeah know, not everybody has to agree with it but i mean we're keeping the sport alive because with these kids riding bikes like it's crazy like when I ask these kids, like these kids, they don't know who Matt Hoffman is and stuff like that. And it blows my mind, but they'd never watched BMX or cared about, yeah. you know, like they just seen these people riding these bikes, doing the wheelies. And that's what they were drawn into. They don't know about the roots, all the history. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people who've been in it for years who really paved the way for this to 
And it's like, we're starting over now. So like, you know, this is a brand new sport. Like, I will say, I will good, say but... with, with the, the bike life and scooters and not to compare, I'm not saying the same scooters. No, no, and, no, and, no, not at all. No, no, but like mountain bikes and stuff, BMX mm-hmm. freestyle, I feel like is, uh, it seems like it's becoming like a dying breed, you know, mm-hmm. like, because people aren't buying as 20 inch mm-hmm. bikes like they used to. They're buying mm-hmm. the big bikes. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not buying that at all they're buying scooters like or they're buying so it's like it's and that's why on my end i'm like damn this is crazy like you know being a bmx when it first came out freestyle to go from racing to freestyling and then peak out and all this stuff that you know it got to the level of riding and i'm not saying there still isn't a bunch of riders because there are but are there new riders you know what i'm saying and now all the new riders are getting into the big bikes but the big bike life is trying to not trying, but you're learning the stuff that we did because at an early phase to see what you could do on these bikes. And that's why I was on the outside going, wow, this is a trip. It's like, it's like, it's starting all over again on a different size bike. It's it's the same cycle starting over again. It just looks a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it's, I think it's 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 the same idea, you know, like, and that's why I say like, that's why I said at the beginning, it's like an untapped market because like, nobody knows what's going on because we're everybody's making it up as we go along because this has never been done before obviously you know you have the base of you know the bmx stuff like that but it's hard to be accepted as you ride wait so wait you're a sponsored rider for riding bikes in the street like you just ride your bike and do wheelies in the street you know what i like it's hard for people to almost accept that as you know, I, I know for a fact you went through them times. Dude, I go through that. School, I do that right now. The high oh. school counselor, or whatever. I read the little thing was talking about. Oh, you know, you gotta think of a career. This, that, and then a year later, you're in the BM, you know, yeah. the top BMX magazine, and they're saying you better watch out for him because he could take over the world type stuff. So, but the only difference with you guys is you could start a brand like your yeah. brand. Yeah, it's social media. You yeah, can get a bike spot. You can get a bike sponsor easier. Yeah. And and our grind was much different. Society mm-hmm. hated us. Yeah. Everyone at school didn't understand. No one understood. It wasn't until I'm just being real. Until television comes along, and once you're on TV, then society goes, "Oh, it's okay now. Yeah. It's all right. Exactly. These guys are on TV." So the advantage that you guys have is that you have that uh, that the, the media and the acceptance of things i'm sure like when you i'm sure you guys probably get beef from people though when you like mob deep driving down the street right piss off people. i mean yeah i mean i'm out philly so like a lot of people they accept it by now most people like it <clears throat> i mean you gotta understand like we're moving so like once we're out the way we're out the way right like it, i mean we might come through the red light you know but 30 seconds later, it's done. It's just like a funeral. So yeah. funeral people, like they don't stop, they just keep going. And, it, you know, for us to keep everybody together, keep everybody safe. We're not just rushing in the traffic. Somebody always go, you know, make sure it's clear as we go, but, you know, stuff like that. But cops ever mess with you? I mean, yeah, I got, I got a, dude, I had an unpaid ticket for uh, disorderly conduct. Swear to God, in Chester County, Pennsylvania. Wait, what was it? What was that for? What were you doing on your bike? You got that? Well, I had it. No, I just had an old disorderly conduct ticket, okay. like an unpaid, which turned into like a warrant. But right. you know, like, so I'm freaking wheeling my bike up the street, and a cop stops me, 
And he's like, yo, get out. I'm like, dude, I'm on the whole other side of the road. Like, I'm not even on the side of the street. I'm not going at oncoming traffic. Like, he was coming towards me, and I was going up my side just doing a wheelie. And he was like, whatever, and pulled away. And I guess he felt like, I don't know, he turned around. It's like, uh, I want to search you and search me and ran my name. He's like, you got a warrant in Chester County. So uh, I literally had to sit, and it was Friday. So I had to sit till Monday morning to, really? pay, to pay a $120 ticket where I had $500 in my pocket. Wow. Trying to give you, up. So, you know what? You know what? You know what my theory is, bro? Up. And I've been saying this my whole life. Well, two things I want to comment on. Trying to convince people that you ride bikes for a living and them to like accept it. I used to do that. I don't care anymore. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't I care. care Guess what? You go do your job. I love mine. Uh, right. Figure out what you got to figure out. Whatever You know what I mean? But I will say this. Anytime, I feel like, anytime, my, my dogs start barking. Every time I do a podcast, you still got <laughs> Listen, every, every time uh, people see that you're having fun, yeah. there's always someone there trying to, trying to trip you. There's always someone there trying to get in your way. There's always someone there. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things where it could have been like you get mad when you can uh, when you can survive off doing what you love. People get mad when you love your job. But ain't that what they teach you since you're a kid? You got to learn. You got to figure out what you like to do and start that as a job. And, you, you know, if you love what you do for work, you'll never work a day in your life, they say. So, well, yeah, took that, you know, and ran with it. I, that's how I think of it. Well, absolutely. You know, a lot of people don't know this. Well, a lot of people do know this, but about myself but i i used you know i wasn't born into any of this i chased it so yeah you're absolutely yeah, right absolutely. you have to chase yeah, you what, came up as a bmxer i understand that grind oh dude yeah you get it more than anyone like, and yeah, the, but the only difference i was trying to make is 2022 is a lot different than 1982 and so that 40 year growth because we have a phone right but also too, the most powerful thing that's social media it is but the industries are already like like if it was the other way around yeah. And you guys came out in 1982, a oh, thousand yeah. people on the street riding bikes. People would hate you. Yeah. Right? It's like now oh, the industry is like, looking oh. for the next best thing already. Yeah. Like they're already yeah. sitting there waiting like, oh, this is going on. That's the new wave. Yeah. And I don't think it's bad. I think it's great. I think yeah. it's cool that you're able to excel quicker because that's what it's about. Yeah. It's not about like, you know, um, but, you know, I just think it's cool that that just, just watching, you know, and the little, the little that I do know, and I only met a few of you guys that are in the bike life world. Uh, and I just, I just think that it's cool that you guys are out riding, you know, like that's the main yeah. thing is that you're out having fun, you know what I'm saying? And inspiring kids get inspired from you. Yeah. You yeah, feel that? Definitely. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, you know, that's the main reason I do it. I want them, you know, to look up to me, not as for me doing negative things. Like I want them to look up to me and say, that's what I want to be. I want to, you know, cause I, I don't teach kids to, Oh, you have to ride your bike and you're going to make it like I did. I try to teach them to figure out what your talent is and figure out a way to, you know, brand yourself and overall, you know, and push what you love to do and figure out how to make money off of it. Absolutely. Play, like I tell kids, if you love to play video games all day, you need to figure out how to stream and how to interact with people. Cause you know, the more people you're interacting with out here, the more opportunities can come your way. Absolutely. Uh, without, without a doubt. And you have kids yourself. What's it like raising kids and then being, you know, uh, 
you know, in the bike life world and being a bike rider, I'll just, you know, being a bike rider in general. Yeah. I mean, I know what it's like. Yeah, it's well, tough. I do have kids, but, but for you, how is it? How I mean, do you balance for me, it? For me, it's tough. I mean, uh, like at home, I have the uh, four-year-old twin girls right now and a three-year-old boy. So, I mean, it's rough because, like, we can't, every time I need to do something, they're with their mom. When their mom has work, they're with me. So it's like, and then she working four days a week while I'm, you know, then when I get my three days a week, it's like, I have so much stuff I'm trying to do with what's going on in my life. And when I'm traveling, she has to sacrifice to, you know, maybe take off days of work. Like if I'm going on a five day trip and it's not even falling on her days, like she feels like she has to be there with the kids. Cause you know, they're at that age where it's hard to get a babysitter for three kids. Yeah. You know, especially at that age. So and that yeah, price, a lot of sacrifice and all that. And yeah, a lot of investing in myself and just trying to find balance in my life. It, it's hard, but you know, like, like you said earlier, like I'm definitely, I'm impacting a lot of kids out there. Like a lot of people look up to me. So, you know, I have to step back, look at the bigger picture and, you know, there's certain things I got to sacrifice and, you know, just a lot of sacrifice basically. But the overall thing is, you know, to build myself up big enough. So, you know, like you said, how you watched Todd buy the house, you went and bought your house. Like I'm literally trying to do the same thing. Like I'm looking at what all the people ahead of my time, you know, in BMX specifically for me, and maybe not even only specifically BMX, just watching, you know, what people did to get the things that make them happy. And I know my journey I'm on, what I'm going to do to make it and just, you know, keep pushing it and just keep trying to get more people to respect what I'm doing and try to work with me to help, you know, make a change with the kids. So when my kids grow up, like the main goal is I want my kids to grow up and just see me doing good and me surrounded by, you know, people doing good things and looking out for each other. Cause like, like we give a lot of kids bikes, you know what I mean? Like everybody in the bike life community, they come together, put money together to get a kid a bike or, you know, if a kid gets a flat, he don't got money, like somebody there is fixing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not just gonna, so it's like a big community, brother. So I just want my kids to really grow up in that and, you know, also see that, you know, you figure out what you want to do and you chase your dreams and you use your talents and you'll never have to work a day in your life and you can really experience happiness in life rather than everybody thinks the goal is to get rich and have all this money, but you can have all the money, but I, you know, I just want money to keep doing the things we're doing to be able to travel and around meeting new people, riding bikes with them, building new relationships with people and, you know, just spreading like the love of bike life. And just cause that's the one thing, like everybody comes from a different background and does different things. Right. Like we all have that one thing in common and it doesn't matter if you wheelie, none of that. You come out there on a 20 inch and you're just riding, you do a 360 in the ride out. People are going to go crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. does not matter if you're an older lady on a beach cruiser pulling up? Like, you know, if you have a bike, you can ride with us. And then, you know, you have the competition in it. It's just, you know, it's a whole different world than what I was used to. And to me, that's what I want my kids to grow up in and, I'm to the point where it came so far now that it's just like, I just got to push it to the max and see, you know, show the whole world and myself just how successful I could really become out of this. And 
you know, by me, success is going to be helping other people, how many people I can, you know, help out through this and we all be good together. You, uh, you ever thought about starting like a school or, or give lessons or something like that? People always, because people, I mean, people always ask me that. And I'm like, you know what, dude, if I was to start, uh, sorry, I'll answer the question, my side of it. <laughs> sorry to do it like, be like that. But I'm just saying people ask me that all the time. And, and my response is, Hmm, I'm not ready for that because I'm still wanting to be on this side of things right. progress this way. So let me ask you, is that something that you could see yourself down the future doing, or is that something you wouldn't have an interest in? I mean, it's something I would probably have an interest in being a part of, but like, right. as far as like, I feel like my main focus right now is like build myself up as much as I can in the next, like probably seven years. So when my son is, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old, and people are watching him so much because he loves bikes. He's three years old. And like when he's being bad, I just tell him, like, I'm going to throw your bike in the trash. And then, no, no, it'll just be good. So like, I feel like if he really, you know, follows my steps and, you know, comes around with me, I feel like that could be like, like I'm just building the platform for him. But also, you know, if he wants to do something different then whatever. But I just know I'm building myself as much as I can to give my kids the opportunities they want. But I think like the biggest thing I really want to do, I want to start like a big brand where, you know, all like where I'm just doing everybody else, all the other brands products, like all the stuff I offer, I'm going to offer to somebody else. Like if, if I have chest bags and face masks, like I'll do them for you, but I'm beating everybody's prices because I'm doing all the work. And if I'm doing all the work, I can employ more people and give more people opportunity. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. It's it, it's funny you say that about the real quick about the sun thing. People, my son's thirteen. And people, right. and my daughter's fifteen, and people ask me all the time. They're like, "Does your son ride?" And I'm like, "No." They're like, "What? What do you mean just ride?" And they get all like weird. I'm like, "Look, right. dude, he just didn't wasn't a rider. Right. Like, like yeah. my son plays football. He's hardcore. He that's his yeah. dream. So I'll support. We I do support right. that. Like we." His training is pretty intense. He's pretty focused. He's dialed. So he has the same attitude I do with riding, but it's just right, absolutely finding yeah. your way. But uh, yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah. And you're talking about different sponsors and stuff. I'm jumping all over the place, but I just thought, it's, you know, Cat at Crush Gloves, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah I love Cat. She's so awesome, Cat. I've been, you know, dealing with her for a few years now. Let's talk about them for a minute because she had nothing but good things to say about you. Uh, and, awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you you got signature gloves with them, right? Yeah, I actually have two signature gloves with them. I have, awesome. I mean, it's really the same, just different color. Right. Know, so I guess. Uh, How's that doing? Is it good? Yeah, they're good. Right now, the blue is sold out, except for the, uh, the I think there's like one or two pairs of the XL left. And then uh, we're not dropping them again. And then we're about to, so we'll still have the red ones. And whenever they sell out, It'll probably be done, but I have a new colorway about to uh, be dropping soon with them. I'm not sure exactly when yet, you know, with all the delays and everything. But I know I have, you know, the next colorway coming soon. And, yeah, uh, just working. You know, CAD has been also. I've been with Crush BMX since they built the team day one. You know, I was, soon as they started, like, I was basically one of the riders. Uh, awesome. Yeah. No, I know, I know her husband too. He was in a band on work, yeah. work tour together, and he's, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, so I was like, small world, dude. Because I hit them up and I was like, yo, I want to ride for you guys. Let's do a glove. And like, let's do yeah. it. And I was like, sick. So 
you know, and they're like in their friends for like Mike Buff. I mean, Mike Buff yeah. used to be on my wall as a kid, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy and, to me. Like, like I'm literally yeah. friends with these people. It's just, it's crazy. It's awesome. Well, let's talk about uh, your your clothing company. Your your uh, yeah. the Hood Rich. How's uh, yeah, I started. I mean, I started the uh, like I said when I went on the uh, that bikes like BMX day in 2018 with oh. SE Bikes when we was in New York. Like I told Todd, like yeah, like I want to start a. Uh, I want to start a brand. I'm like, I just don't have a name yet. And then like, um, maybe it was like a month after that. It was like the week when my son, before my son was just born, just out of nowhere. I don't know. It just popped. I was like, could rich bike life. Like the thing is like, it has to say bike life. If it doesn't, if it says hood rich. It's not mine. It says hood rich bike life. Like that's what made it exclusive. Just because I know other people made stuff called hood rich, but I can't really say, but it's just like, to me, it's about, like I said, making everybody like just bringing value to everybody around me. Like, you know what I mean? Like just making everybody around me rich with, you know, not necessarily money. Cause to me, money isn't what makes you rich. It's, you know, living your life. Like you get one life, like all the money in the world can't buy you, you know, these things that I get through doing what I do to me. So it's really about that, but I started, you know, I came up with the design and then, uh, well, I came up with the name, then I messaged my sister, you know, like my idea of the design, she got it done. Like a couple of days after my son was born, I had my first shirts. There's a couple of kids like, you know, trying to get into the uh, one way group. Like if you're from Philly and you can get in one way, like if you're from anywhere in America and you can get in the group one way, like you're, you're good. Like you can't just anybody get in this group. So there's uh one kid, one way Chen. Well, his name wasn't one way Chen at the time, but you know, I told him, yo, I'm giving you a shirt, this, that. Like I just wanted to, because I felt like I was like, I'm 27 years old. I like to ride bikes, but I never thought I would get like a SE sponsor, like a big sponsor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not gonna be riding my bike trying to get the, these local clothing companies to toss me free t-shirts and stuff. I'm like, I'm, you know, like I always wanted to start a clothing brand. Like just like, since I was a kid, like I just always liked it. And then, uh, so I finally did it, started my own brand figure. Like I'll be the guy to give back to the kids and, you know, and then just kept building it. Everybody, you know, especially around Philly, they loved it. Uh, people out California, they're loving it. So, and you know, like you said, we got the internet now. So it starts yeah. traveling around. I'm targeting all the bike life cities, you know, letting people know who I am. And, you know, it just kept building. Then eventually, you know, probably a year and a half later, SE Bike sponsored me. And then from there, it's like now everybody had no, because I had a regular Instagram and then I had like, my Instagram Hoodridge Bike Life, like as my clothing thing. And then they sponsored me and they announced it like Hoodridge Bike Life, like my clothing pain. I'm like, wow, like they really just, you know, boosted me, like helped my, you know, my clothing brand blow up basically. So I just retired the other Instagram and basically turned like the clothing brand into like me being, you know, like the one man, like the one man company almost the rider, the guy, I make all my merch. 
right everything i have like and like now that you know me you're gonna see it a lot more and like every one of them t-shirts i made every one of them stickers you see i make like when i go to the ride outs and i throw a thousand stickers like i i hand weeded all of them myself but i'm just you know so dedicated into it and just keep just trying to share you know what what bike life is about just you know yeah, through the clothing, the lifestyle, the brand. I get it. The branding, your own brand and being in control of, you know, yeah. having having something that's yours. I totally get it. You know, uh, I think it's cool. What what stuff do you make? You make obviously you make hoodies, you got one on, but you got yeah. like hats and shirts and stuff. Yeah, T-shirts, hoodies, uh, I got some sweatpants on there, you know, the little wristbands, because all the kids they love to put them around their handlebars and then you slide your water bottle in there. Got it. So the wristbands are good sellers, uh, all the decals. I had socks, but they're sold out. Uh, so do you see yourself sponsoring a team one day? Yeah, I mean, I just really need the money because it's like yeah. it's so hard because like I don't have the regular job because like I sit with my, you know, my four and three year old kids for four days out of the week. So it's like I don't really have time to work and do. So it's like I just got to push the brand and try to live off of it. So it's like it kind of makes it hard for me to, you know, stock all these products like you know to get hats embroidered like if I can do it and I can get it but it's just hard for me to stock a lot of stuff so I try to so it's like a lot of you know regular t-shirts and stuff like that for the moment but you know as things keep growing I plan on you know just keep investing everything into my brand like I have been the pet since I started yeah uh, so you said you're with your kids in. Your kids uh, four days a week. Yeah. Like during the week. Oh, it's because they're not in school yet. They're still young, right? No, they, the girls, the twin girls, they'll start school in like September. And then I'll only have, you know, my son, he'll be four. And that'll be a lot easier because, yeah. you know, he wants to come out and ride bikes with me all the time. Like he was literally crying. I couldn't bring him to here. I get uh, it. There's nobody yeah. to watch him, you know, like I just couldn't swinging on this but yeah he always wants to go so I think that'll be good it'll give me a lot more you know one-on-one -on -one time with him to you know ride bikes with him and just see where it takes him because if he enjoys it the way I do and that'll be our bond then I feel like as like a father and son we can push that crazy because like you got kids like one way little man who literally one way little man taught my son how like he didn't teach him, but he was there and, you know, encouraging him as he rode the first time with no training wheels. And he's nine years old and he does, man, like these wheelie tricks better than most of these, you know, kids you see out here. Yeah. And he's nine, so, and it just keeps progressing, you know? Like, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, do like kids, a, do you, you think he DMX is that little kid that, like, he was probably like 12 now. I'd be doing like backflips and shit. He's like eight oh, years old. A little yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's how I look at it. It just advances. Like, yeah, it, it gets crazy. So I want to see where it goes in the future. I think, and I think that it would have been like, it, you know, when we learn backflips, we learn it in the water or we learn it in the snow. We didn't have foam right. pits. You had to man up and just go for yeah. it. Like, I think I could do this and just take a slam and go, oh yeah, let's spin a little more. I mean, it was different, you know, and I think yeah. nowadays I like the fact that people can progress quicker. I like the fact that people can mm -hmm. make a living at it. That you don't have to 
you know, go bust tables in a restaurant for seven years like I did, right. living in your mom's basement, chasing a dream. Okay. If you yeah. can walk into it in a different level, kill it. And that's why these young kids are killing it because they see like a future. They could see being sponsored, making a career out of it. Uh, right. You know, people encouraging you. Yeah, you could be, you could be an X Games guy. You could be right. in the Olympics. You could be sponsored. None of that stuff was talked about when we were kids. It was just almost like yeah. us against the world. And you just had to believe in yourself and that was it. Period. Get it. Go. Yeah, and it's crazy. just, it's crazy, dude. And, but I will say this, cause we're talking about kids, kids though, at least for me, motivated me to work harder. Oh yeah. You definitely. feel that way with your kids? Oh yeah, definitely. Like yeah. I can't, I just know, like if I fail at this, like that, like I, I can't, there is not an option for me to fail. It's just, I just know I have to put everything in this and it has to pay off. This is my last gamble. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't gamble everything this far in my life. I, you know, keep messing my life up, doing illegal things, thinking that was going to progress me. And now that it's like, I've been set. I put, I put way too much into this to let it go and like have my kids, like no way they're going to grow up and me not be successful off something that I really believe in. Cause I feel like if I can't complete this, they may not believe they'll ever be able to complete what they wanted to. Yeah. And I feel I like you. it'll all be for nothing. Cause like right now I'm missing a lot of like the best years of my kids' lives. And I'm sacrificing a lot to do what I'm doing. So like, I just know, I get, I know it's paying off for, you know, a hundred percent. And like, but I just know there's no way I could give up. Like there's nothing in this world that could stop me from making it and you know in the future being in more movies and you know commercials just all I don't really know what exactly is going to lead me to really change my life but I know it's through doing what I do yeah yeah you got and you know what it's cool you have that attitude because a lot of people don't you got to be able to like expand and branch out and do different things which you know sometimes people get stuck in the industry and they're afraid of what their industry is going to say. Like you said earlier, kids don't want right. to post stuff because they want to be judged or they want to be looked at, yeah. you know? And so yeah. there, there's the leaders that lead the game, you know, and, and, and that goes back to what I was saying about Todd Lyons. Todd's always been a leader uh, right. back in the BMX days, back when uh, we were competing against each other in 92. I right. mean, like, so you got to be able to branch. Yeah. You got to be able to branch out and re I guess the word really I'm looking for is to reinvent yourself, you know, because yeah, it's, like your, it's like, it's like your sport. It's like my sport. It's like anybody's right. sport. You're okay. You're going to reach a point where the sport needs to reinvent itself because it gets old and you know, it gets old. Yeah, yeah. You know what, what it is. And then they're over it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like when you're predictable, you're boring. Right. right. Absolutely. So, when you're starting to like advance the sport, that's what keeps people's interest and gets new kids into it, you know? Right. So, you know, like we were talking about these young kids killing it. It's because they're, right. they, they, we've advanced, we've advanced, keep advancing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just, uh, like I said, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's a scene. It's almost like seeing freestyle BMX 20 inch start over again. Yeah. It's, it's you know? definitely like, and, that, and that's where like, like for me, I get a lot of my inspiration from that. Just seeing, you know, like, even like skateboarding a lot. I did a lot of, you know, skateboarding and stuff like that. And like, I don't know, just all of that. I felt just led up to this basically. Yeah. I mean, 
you know what skate skateboarding is so influential on so many so many people like i think i think the first people to do like clothing and branding and lifestyle was mm -hmm. surfers and then it went to skating right. and they and then you know the other sports but yes yeah, skateboarding's always been at the forefront of uh, lifestyle yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you know I started. I, mean? I started as skateboarding, and like what I find with the bike life is like a lot of these kids really like, especially the ones who start riding bikes and are just like naturally good at it. They skateboard it, or they rode scooters, like you said earlier. A lot of them were scooter kids, or they were skateboarders, and then they started riding the bikes and just like came in kind of dominating on them. It's just. Yeah, well, it's, they're all connected to. I mean, people. Yeah, I mean, it's all like extreme sports. Yeah, it's just yeah. like the type of sports people like us like to play. Like, absolutely. What 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 is what is riding give like? I guess you've answered this maybe, but I'll ask it in a different way. I guess is like what is what does riding do for you inside? Like what 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 does it do to you that makes you go, yeah? You know what like, I mean? Like like what feeling does yeah. it give you? I mean, Sets a lot off. of different feelings. The main feeling is like when I get on my bike, I don't worry about none of my problems. Like, you know, everybody has real life problems. So it's like, I just forget about everything. It's like, it's like I'm free. You know, when I get on my bike, I, I'm just free. Like I'm not worrying about nothing, but what we're doing now, you know, how to be creative by getting some good videos and then learning the new tricks. You know what I mean? The feeling of accomplishment. Yep. You know what I mean? Because you know how hard you work to get that trick. Other people from the outside, they don't look at it like you accomplished. But just to know, listen, if you're accomplishing yourself in any way of life, just tackling little tasks, little things that you never could do before and you're doing to me, that's like successful. As long as you keep trying to be better than yourself and through bikes is the easiest way for me to like do that, express myself. I could just go be me. Nobody's judging me out there. And if somebody is, I don't care about you anyway. Because if you have the time to go judge me, um, like I just I can't understand that because I only I only have enough time to focus on me and what I got going on. Oh, but they will judge. Let oh, me yeah. tell you right now. I, I I went through the I went through the uh, you know uh, I went through a lot with BMX and a lot of envy right. and a lot of jealousy years ago uh, because I was doing different stuff. You know what I mean. Right. And you always feel like you got to prove yourself or you always got to this, that, whatever. But, you know, my one good friend, Dennis McCoy, he's my best friend. Uh, he's legend BMXer. That's who mm -hmm. I grew up with. And he told me something a long time ago that getting there is the fun part. Once you get there, it's still fun, but right. it's a different responsibility. Yeah. It's different because then when you, when you have something, people want to try to take it from you, right? When you don't have anything, it's different. So that the climb up to getting the name, and then right. when you get the name, that's a whole nother level of, of work, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then you got to deal with criticism and competition, and people. Yeah, like I was never people. competition before. I got sponsored by SA, even with my clothing brand. Right. You know well, I mean? I'm saying people though. People be like, oh, yeah. well, why does he have that when I could do this trick or I could do this? Oh yeah, that's this. what I'm saying. Everybody. Yeah. Listen, it's like, and especially like I'm third, you know what I mean? Like to me, like he an old man, like literally my, I have a 14 year old son that is out here riding with all of us too. So it's like, literally like these kids, they think they're the best. And it's like, but my dad's sponsored and you're not, and they be mad. 
But it's like, dude, you just got to you got to work with you got and put your, you know, go on your yeah. journey and things that happen for you. It doesn't it's not about being better than somebody else. Like they don't understand. They think like because you can do one thing better than them. It just all around makes you a better person for the job. Like, yeah, you can do better tricks, but can you get people to buy bikes? Because that's the end game. You know what I mean? Like, are yeah. people yeah. really respecting you out there? You know what I mean? Or are they just seeing you do these tricks and you got a shitty attitude and nobody wants to be around you anyway? Are you, you know, like everybody, I feel like in my situation, brings something different. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. And like, so I tell them, like, you just got to focus on you and your journey. Yep. Yeah, definitely a lot of hate, especially yeah, a lot competition. of the kids, the kids are, they'll smoke me when it comes to this wheelie stuff, you know, like I can hold my own, like you go get another 33 year old, like I, I'm not seeing it happen, but. Hey, I say know, that every day of my life. I don't know any, kids. I don't know any other 52 year old out there killing it sure. every day. Yeah, that's, you know. I'm just saying, but you know what you got to do, what you got to do for you. And the main thing though, dude, that I've learned in life, the main thing is. Have fun along the way, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know That's what I mean? all it is. That's what's up. Because then you life life passes you by, bro. Trust yeah. me. Trust me, brother. Life will pass you by. One life. And then when you wake up and you're like 50 and you're like, did I enjoy everything? I just, right. you know what I mean? Like you have to enjoy it at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. Cool, dude. I've had a great, great time talking to you. Um, I want to wind it down, but I want people to know where to go get to follow you and where to get your clothes so do you want to drop all your instagram and your personal or your social media yeah i mean everything is under hood rich bike life like instagram facebook all that and the website is hoodrichbikelife.com and it's hard to find your real name online dude it's mike mike plasha p-l-a-s-h-a yeah uh, facebook i have my like my private facebook but i don't really i'm on it just not with like certain you know that's more like of a personal one yeah like the clothing How do you brand. say your last name again? Plasha. Plasha. Yeah. So yeah, what happened was like I started. I was like, I couldn't find your name. Brand. I couldn't find your name online. I swear. And like I was like, so I hit up Cat. What's this guy's real name? I just see Hood Rich everywhere, yeah. which I dig. But I'm like, so yeah, Pla- yeah Plaza, I mean, Plaza, right? Yeah, Plasha. Plasha. But yeah, it, it's crazy because like I started <laughs> off it's like I just started this brand to like be that and like the brand took it over and like people like dude, I had sponsors like when they go to send me my package, they're like, so what's your name? Like, what's your real name? They're like, obviously Rich. I'm like, Mike. They're like, Mike. Like, yeah. They're like, so where's Rich come from? I'm like, hood rich. Like, oh, it's money, know. son. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, we're trying to get rich. I mean, nah. hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, there ain't nothing wrong no, it's with not that. About, but no, nah, it's not about getting rich at all, honestly. It's about, you know, living our lives. Like you said, having fun. Like, it's about the journey. Yeah, but, but at the know, same time. It definitely takes money to be able to do these things, for me to be able to travel. And, you know, come out there and spread the joy, all that, and take care of my Dude, family. I, I, look, check it out. I know, know where you're coming from. But it's important, but it's not. No, but I know where you're coming from. The journey's it, more important. Everything's important, bro. Yeah. Everything, dude. Well, I'm stoked, bro. Thanks a lot for talking to me. Much respect. I'm glad we're friends yeah. now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely, man. I look forward to, you know, keep talking to you in the future, you know, on and off these. So come when you come out to LA, hit me up. Uh, if you yeah, guys are I'll riding. From- yeah, I'll be out there Thursday, April 28th. 
So you're, and, you're, uh, you're starting in Los Angeles? Yeah, downtown LA. We're at the Super 8 that night. Then we ride from there to Hermosa Beach. Mm-hmm. Then Hermosa to Long Beach. Then Long Beach to Laguna. Sounds fun. Sick. So, yeah, Stop. I mean, it'd be dope for you to pop out for, you know, any part of A lot of people come for just do the day or, you know, you come the whole three. That's awesome, too. Everybody's invited. It's posted on SE's page. And, cool. you know, we did it last year. This is going to be the second official year for it and expected to be, you know, much bigger than it was last year, too. That's so. awesome, dude. Yeah, well, well I'll probably yeah, I'll see you out there, bro. In contact. Yeah, I'll definitely stay in contact with you and, you know, be talking to you, so. All right, stay rad, dude. Much love. All right, love. you too. Been awesome, right. man. Thanks. Peace out.